every now and then you have a guest on the podcast and it makes you realise why you're doing it. It makes you realise, actually, this is a pretty cool little hobby that I've established over the years. Um, I also had a bit of a revelation a couple of weeks ago. Like, I've nearly been doing this for two and a half years. And, um, you know, the idea of building a community like Sean has done on his podcast, Sappening, the idea of that is really, really cool. Someone, you know, a group of people that can pick you up when you're feeling down. And likewise, you can pick them up when they're feeling down. And I just want to quickly thank Sean because it was so easy to book him. Um, he probably had nothing else on, to be fair. Um, not many joking. Um, and I've looked up to Sean for a long time and I didn't actually think that I'd ever be able to get him on ABP. Um, he liked one of my Instagram posts, so I jumped straight on him, as I mentioned in the episode. It took him a couple of days to reply to me. But his availability was second to none. And I always have this feeling when I book big guests, or big as I see them anyway, where they're just not going to show up. And I'm really happy to report that as of talking, I haven't actually had that yet. And I'm really, really grateful and I'm really, really blessed. Not hashtag blessed like on Instagram, but I'm actually really really happy with everything at the moment um so yeah hope you enjoy the episode nearly two minutes already brilliant ben try and keep the economy of words going mate um yeah shout out to uh, all the sponsors as well two lasses ad read will be different going forward um but right now i just need to get the episode up this will be going up on youtube in a couple of weeks um there's a bit of a backlog on the youtube side Apologies for that, that's just life. Um, But I really hope that you enjoy this episode with Sean. And if there's one part of this podcast that you can listen to and then you have to go and do something else, I'd say probably about 40 minutes in, I ask Sean what his minor inconveniences are and holy shit does he deliver. So enjoy the episode, keep it bedlam, and actually right now I'm putting up a competition to give away a bottle of vodka through shanty spirit um so definitely check that out on instagram if you are listening to this a couple of days after it's been published guys this competition will be closing on the 13th of february so it will be the winner will be announced on valentine's day um so good luck to you follow the instructions on the post on instagram at absolute bedlam podcast best of luck and i will be in touch and uh, yeah, keep it bedlam, guys, and let's keep this support going because it, it really does feel nice to have some momentum behind this. So, right, enjoy the episode with Sean Smith from Sappin' and Podcast, Raiders, and The Blackout. Bye! Just a quick reminder that you're listening to Absolute Bedlam Podcast. If you could rate this five stars on any audio platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all sorts of other platforms like that, then that would be massively appreciated. Right, back to the episode. Cheers. Absolute Bedlam. Absolute Bedlam. Absolute Bedlam. Talking about topics and stuff. Absolute Bedlam. Absolute Bedlam. Absolute Bedlam Podcast. Who? What? Where? Why? Here at Absolute Bedlam, we are all about putting you, the listener, first. We are offering an amazing giveaway alongside our sponsors at Shanty Spirit for you to get your hands on a 70cl bottle of Shanty Spirit's botanical seaweed vodka absolutely free. Shanty songs are all about connecting people, helping them work together in harmony, So what better way to celebrate this synergy than a bottle of Shanty Spirit this Valentine's Day? Simply follow Absolute Bedlam and Shanty Spirit on Instagram, tag five friends, and the chance to win could be yours. Shanty Spirit, drink responsibly. Good evening and welcome to another edition of Absolute Bedlam podcast. We've gone and got... The fourth most successful Sean Smith in the UK on the podcast. How's it going? You all right? Yeah. 
I'm all right, yeah. Um, right, let's name the three better ones. The guy, um, the, the one who used to be in Los Angeles Raiders, right? Running back. Yeah. Um, he's more successful than me, obviously, because he played his dream sport and got paid thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars for it. Um, and also, I only found out there was a Sean Smith at Los Angeles Raiders after I named my band Raiders. Yeah. And then I Googled it and I was like, oh, what a twat. Me, not him. Um, the other Sean Smith, from same difference, they were a twin, they were a brother and sister uh, pop group, I believe. They were on one of the talent shows over here. Um, I nearly got on Big Brother because of that. Nice. Sean Smith, funnily enough. Yeah. Real Big Brother, like. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, who's the other one then? Good who's question. The other most successful? I just remember hearing it on one of your blackout first ever sapping um where Morgan is interviewing you. Oh, nice. You mentioned it, so I thought I'd grab it and use it. But yeah, so just before we go to the normal questions, which are yes. all about school and education, before we do that, I just want to quickly give you a shout out because I saw you at Teddy Rocks 2019 before the world uh -oh. shut down. Yeah, with Raiders, I saw you perform on the Vocal Zone stage. I think it was. Yep, needed a few of them after it. Yeah, my, my ex girlfriend said that you go hard, but fucking hell, you were going for it. You were throwing your mic up and down. You were spitting yep. in your own mouth like a dirty little yep. boy. And I think at well, one point well, you were throwing yeah. up on stage. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's um, that. Yeah, that that last bit. It's not because of rock and roll. It's um, due to terrible fitness. Um, yeah, I probably have to break it down. Spitting in my own mouth. What he means by that is I was spitting into the air and then catching it in my mouth. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, yeah. And I also believe um, two things. Two other things happened to that Teddy Rock's gig. I told everybody to get out of the tent. Oh yeah. During during the middle of one of our songs, and somebody. Everybody left, but somebody left their child. Yeah. So I went, I'm not going to get your fucking kid. <laughs> and then I also, so prior to it, I now know, but prior to it, I didn't understand why Teddy Rocks was called Teddy Rocks. Yeah. Um, uh, so basically the breakdown of it is um, the uh, main promoter, Tom, Tom yeah. Newton, yeah. who puts on Teddy Rocks, um, he had a younger brother called Teddy, yeah. um, and he passed away, and then he decided to start a festival in his name, um, and a lot of the money goes to charity and stuff. And I didn't know that, and nobody explained that to me. So I said at that gig, and it will haunt me forever, Teddy rocks, more like fucking Teddy sucks. What a fucking idiot. I'll just let that breathe for a sec. Yeah. That festival is about 20 minutes away from my house, and every single nice. time I go, I just end up bursting into tears. Because the amount of yeah. fucking money they raise for charity is... It seems to double every single time I go. Yeah, and well, the bands as well seem to fucking double. Like, it's yeah. gone from... It's gone from, like, little fucking... You know, a couple of eight fucking mates' bands in a fucking yeah. pub or whatever, to... Yeah. A massive festival that's got fucking some of the best bands in the world playing and fucking yeah. entertaining people. And yeah, like I said, Tom is a fucking absolute sweetheart. He's in a band called The Bottom Line, who are a yeah. cool punk pop, uh, pop punk band as well. So yeah, um, yeah good good eggs all round. Good yeah, eggs definitely. all round. Lots of uh, positive people there, considering it was born out of a tragedy. But yeah, yeah. So yeah, I remember meeting you there, and uh, you're a, a enigma. Let's put it that way, Sean. So an enigma. Oh, why? Why so? <laughs> you're just not. You're not afraid. No, you're not a dick. No, no. You're just not afraid to push it another ten percent. Yeah. Well, basically, no. what I am is I'm a comedian trapped inside a front man's body. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I just try to see where the line is with um, comedy. Yeah. Which is. It's basically a running theme to everything I've done, I guess. Like mm. all the bands, wise from Raiders to the Blackout or whatever, and even like I don't know if we're going to talk about school or whatever. But even Absolutely. in school, I was obviously the class clown as well. Yeah, so yeah. I've always wanted to entertain in between songs. Like I can never just let a fucking silence sit and then a song start. Mm. So the mm. question I've got about school is: Can you remember yeah. the naughtiest thing that you did at school? 
Yes. Did you want to talk about it? <laughs> yes, yeah, I can do. Um, so back in school, um, I remember being in uh, year 11, either year 10 or year 11, and somebody gave me a bit of um, cannabis resin, right? I wanted me to keep hold of it for him. Bigger boy. He was a bigger boy. Yeah. And um, a girl in my class saw him give it to me. So she was going to tell a teacher. So I did what um, any person who doesn't know anything about drugs would do. I ate it. And then um, about an hour later, I was in computers with Mr. Wood. Um, I don't know why I brought his name up. You don't know him. Um, in Mr. Wood's class. And I remember going, oh, I feel a bit wonky. This is a bit strange. Yeah. And then I was like, why is this? Oh, no. I know what it is. And I remember going grey. And then I walked home. And there's a gate, right, that would normally take me 20 seconds to get over. I was there for about 15 minutes trying to work out how I could not land on these spikes, even though I did it a million times before. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to say that was probably the naughtiest or the, the worst thing I did in school, uh, apart from, you know, farting in assembly, making everybody laugh, or crying laughing myself at somebody else farting. Because yeah. farts are funny. They are, even now. And, uh, yeah, they will they will it's gas that comes from your ass that smells like shit. Yeah. It, they will always be funny. 33 years old, and I can safely say that there's nothing quite like sitting in an office and someone just lets rip. Yeah, and yeah, in school, I just, assemblies, like... The place where you're not meant to laugh, you're meant to be listening carefully, yeah. and then someone lets rip, and ah. Oh. And the, the best bit is if you see the person doing it, yeah. because a lot of the boys in my school would push down harder into the floor so it made more of a noise. Yeah. So what you'd see from behind is just somebody go up and then. Nice. And then I was gone. Yeah, I was kicked out of many assemblies for laughing at farts. Human would. Oh, wait! Yeah, what else? Go Is on, it something yeah. else? Any, any oh, I'm trying to think. I get suspended for anything. Um, no, I don't think I did. No, it turns out I'm not as, not as rock and roll as I portray. If you think of any more, we'll do a catch-up episode, all right? Nice, yes. Fantastic. Great. So, straight out the gate, obviously, Raiders, The Blackout, Sappening Podcast... You yes. tend to get around in the sort of festival scene. You're quite visible. So yep. I want to know the most mental fan interaction in any capacity that you've had with someone. Um, I remember the first time I met someone who cried because they saw me. And I was like, what the fuck is... Why are you crying? They're like, I love him. I love him. I'm like, you're my favourite You're the best fucking ever. And I was like, love, Queen and fucking Faith No More exist. Listen, Limp Biscuit exists. Listen to the words that are coming out of your mouth, will you? Yeah. And, um, yeah, that was a strange one for me. Um, one fan bought me for a birthday present. Once they got me a... Um, a flashlight. Okay. Um, the Bumall edition. All right. Um, yeah, lots, very good. Lots, apparently, my lawyers have told me to say. Um, lots yeah, of assumptions. Uh, yeah. That was a weird fan interaction. What other fan weird fan interactions have I had? Um, two girls. Two girls. Sound like that man off the films. Uh, two girls turned up at my house in Merthyr Tidville. They had come from Holland. Right, they'd found my address online. Turned up at my parents' house. I wasn't there, so my father and my mother invited them in to have tea. Oh my god! Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Um, coming from Holland to have a look at Merthyr, that's where we came from. Imagine just quickly, right? Imagine waking up as those people and thinking, "What are we going to do today?" I know. Yeah. Let's Google Sean Smith's address. Hope yeah. we get a result. And then go. Do you know what's even madder than that? If they planned it. Yeah. Like, if you get up one day and decide to do that, I can see, like, a spontaneous, ah, oh, fuck it, we've got a Stonehenge. You know, that type of thing. Yeah, yeah. But to so go, like, oh, in a week, 
I'm gonna fl- I'm gonna get to Cardiff and I'm gonna get to Merthyr Tidville and then I'm gonna find out where Sean Smith lives and go and have a look at his house. Yeah. Premeditated stalking. Yeah. Um but I was fine with it. Yeah. They were nice people as well, so and they didn't kill my parents. So yeah. thank you for that if you're listening. They probably not they've grown out of all that now, I'd yeah, imagine. Yeah. <laughs> so Stalking. That's right. So the blackout are getting back together. You're playing download Ooh. this year. Correct. Yes. Got some fan questions about that, if you don't mind. Oh, here we go. Yep. Here we go. So one of my friends, Jamie, who runs a podcast called Brain Stew Podcast, wants nice. to know what your favourite blackout song to perform is live and why. And obviously that can be a more than one answer question. And can we Ooh. expect a new album or are you just going to be performing the hits or are you going to keep yeah. going? I think it's just going to be a nostalgia type thing. And basically, we've all decided to get back together um, for fun. So a couple of us saw Young Guns play last year at 2000 Trees Festival and saw how loved and how much fun they seem to be having on stage. And we were like, well, why don't we do that for us then? Because apparently people still like the Blackheads, so why not? So, yeah, there's no plans to record any new music. Um... Uh, we're not playing anything off Start the Party at all. And a favourite song to play live? Oh, we've got a song called Wolves, off an EP called Wolves, um, that the lyrics went on to be thrown by Bring Me the Horizon, which was nice. Mm. Um, nice to see my song grow up into a mature hit. And um, yeah, Wolves is always good to play live. It's got a great bounce to it. And it sounds like Spitfire by Prodigy. Mm. Um Save Ourselves is always good because the crowd always do. We've got the, the, the section where it goes, whoa. Yeah. The crowd do that. That's always good. Um, Children of the Night is always good because mm-hmm. they all sing along to that. Mm-hmm. Even though we might have to change that now to we are grandfathers of the night because um, we are no longer children. <laughs> um, What are this? Riot is always good when I'm a riot, you're a fucking riot. That's a good one to play live. Shut the fuck up, a cat. Mm-hmm. I could go on. I'm just, I've, I've missed these songs because it's been like nearly eight years now since we split up. Yeah. Um. When we rehearsed, it was insane. Like, we we turned up, we had 10 songs on a list that we were all just going to turn up and see if we remembered any of it, to be honest. And the muscle memory was incredible. Like, yeah. we hardly stopped. And then we even added in another song at the end then. We were like, oh, yeah, we forgot about said and done. Let's add that as well. So, um, yeah, we've, we've reversed twice or three times so far. And it's all looking good. So, yeah, um, it's hard to choose a yeah. favourite live one, really. Um, it's all to do with the crowd. Depends on the crowd, really, because I just love mm. to see how the crowds react to them all. So, different crowds, different songs, I suppose. Yeah. Shut the fuck up a cut is my favourite. Nice, that, yeah, I like that. That nasty outro riff with everyone in yeah. the crowd just sort of surging and everyone's just with well, it. That, that, song, that song started as like a two-minute, really fast, like hardcore-type song. Mm. And when we were recording and demoing with Jason Perry um, from A, the rock band A, yeah. And uh, he's produced loads of bands, Kids in Glass Houses, uh, McFly, um, loads, loads and loads of I've just gone blank. And um, he was like, oh, this is good. Wouldn't it be good if you put like a chorus in it? And we were like, what chorus? He's like, a chorus in this song that we've got over here. Like. And then we just started fannying about with it. And that's how we made that song. And that was the first song we released off the Best in Town before the release of the Best in Town as well, because we wanted to come back with a oomph. Yeah. I think that song really does have a bit of a ooh, nice. Isn't it this? Yeah, yeah, awesome. So, are you just playing festivals, or are you playing venues across the UK? Um, I am contracted exclusively to Download Festival at the moment. Okay, that happens in June, and then what happens later in the year? I'd imagine is probably maybe four of our own gigs. Okay. Which we are in the middle of about talking about because some people, me, want to do um, more gigs and then other people, not named, 
name redacted. Yeah. Um, one or two, uh, just four. So yeah, we'll see. We'll okay. see. Um, but yeah, potentially it's June and then later in the year for blackout shows. So I'd imagine one's probably going to be Glasgow, maybe Manchester, maybe London, and maybe a Wales. Not all of Wales, but somewhere in Wales. Yeah, it's the whole of Wales. Falling yeah, like. we're just going to stand in the middle. Yeah, yeah we're going to stand on Snowden and just have everybody from Wales just look up at us while we're playing on top of Snowden. People would show up for that, so stay tuned. Fucking idiots. I, would, I wouldn't. <laughs> so, yeah, if you're expecting that, don't turn up because I'm not going to go there. Love it, love it. Last question I've got before we have to jump over to the other meeting. Yeah. When did you first start listening to Limbiscuit? I fucking love Limbiscuit. And I'm always nice. interested to know at what era people get into them. Um, well, I got into um, oh, tough one. I remember loving the song Counterfeit. Yeah. You know what? It might have been when Chocolate Starfish came out. I might have been that late into it, to be honest. Because yeah. before, kind of prior to them, I was into like indie. So I like the Stereophonics, who were like from 50 miles away from where I live. So seeing like a band like that do well from where I live made me like, wow, this is class. So I fell in love with indie. I liked Oasis and stuff. And then I was also into happy hardcore as well. So like fucking um, DJ's Fortin style, Slipmat, Seduction, Hixie, all the like proper, what you imagine is junky trap music, I suppose. Um, but I loved that. And then all of a sudden I heard Hot Dog by Limp Bizkit. Mm. And I remember hearing Fred Durst swearing lots and lots of times, over 48, in fact, he mentions in the song. Um, and I remember thinking, shouting and swearing. That's two things I can do very, very, very well. I want that for me. So, yeah, I got into that. I fucking went back then and listened to, like, $3 Bill Yall and um, yeah. Significant Other over and over. I prefer uh, $3 Bill Yall, though, I think. And... Yeah, and then I ended up... Look at this as well. This is just there. This is just there. Like, this wasn't set up. No. Oh, you can't see because i got the yeah, blue right. on. Look. Like, yeah, yeah. It's the fucking hat. That's right, yeah. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, so I ended up, like... I remember sitting in my car, singing along the counterfeit, and then years later, hmm. I wrote them a letter when we were on tour with them asking if they could play it live, and they said only if I sang it with them. So I literally lived my dream. It was unbelievable. Yeah. I saw them at Download 2009, and I had high hopes for them, but they just fucking bought it, and the yeah. whole fucking place was going bananas. Yeah. Um, well, when we were when we yeah. did the tour with them, like they would get like five songs in, right? And if anybody else had played those first five songs on anybody else's set list, you'd be like, right, you're fucked now. You haven't got any other good songs. But then Limp Bizkit would play another 10 songs that would make any rock club go mad. Yeah. It was unbelievable. They've just got yeah. hits. They've got some fucking unbelievable... And this is the thing, see, people, people are, like, too deep with things, right? People are like, oh, I don't like it. You know, it's cheesy or it's fucking, you know, he's leading the dad rock vibes now or whatever. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It's it's just music and it's fun and it makes you want to fucking bang your head and have a good time, and but yeah, that's what always what I've loved and like that's what I've tried to do with everything I've done with music and entertainment is try and just be that kind of like fun. Ah, whatever. Yeah, we're just we're having a good time. Yeah. Type yeah type vibe. I felt a little bit called out during Still Sucks where Wes Borland does a air quotes interview. And yeah. it's basically the presenter of the radio show just talking for Wes. Yeah. And they're just like, yeah, I love trashy she trashy seafood or all that sort of stuff. And I, I was like, holy shit, I hope I don't sound like this when I interview bands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've had to, um, yeah, well, I've learned with my podcast about, like, um, stop buttoning with my own stories because um, sometimes, yeah, sometimes we've got guests on and, like, I want to, I'm like, oh, Oh, I've done something stupid. Listen to this stupid thing, in hopes that they bring up a stupid thing. But sometimes it, it sounds like I'm just going, "Look at this thing that I did," when really it's like, 
I played in a bull ring, mm. like a bull ring. Where the fuck's the where's the weirdest venue you've played? Mm. So um, yeah, yeah, so I've learned that I've had to give more space yeah. to guests, I guess. Yeah, no, I basically, that. so they can ha- basically so they can hang themselves. It's like if you give them enough rope, yeah. and if you shut up long enough, they'll get nervous and they'll keep talking about the topic yeah. until they um, say something ridiculously stupid. Yeah, definitely. Let the guests breathe. Don't constantly bombard them with all sorts. And you'll yeah. get a better episode. Awesome. Right, I'm going to quickly go to a quick break. We'll okay. join again in a second. Bear cool. with me, guys. And uh, see you in a second, Sean. All right? Nestled deep within the heart of Yorkshire, lies a rum so smooth that once it passes your lips, you'll never look back again. Combining the smooth tones of sweet fresh ginger, rich treacle and a lick of Yorkshire honey, Absolute Bedlam are proud to be partnered with the true Angel of the North. Two Lasses Spirits. Use code BEDLAMUK at checkout. And we're back. So, this is quite a deep question. You can go into it as much or as little as you want, but ultimately, as someone that's in the industry and as someone that has been in the industry for quite a long time, I just want to know, Sean, what keeps you motivated? What keeps you wanting to push this and not and just not just give up and go and work on a building site? Um, number one, I can't, I can never do manual labour. Number one, I am weak. Um, I have soft, soft, soft hands, um, and yeah, uh, lifting stuff is not for me. Uh, I nearly broke my back in a music video for a band called Junior, where they power slammed me through a table off the second rope, and um, so I cannot lift anything, and in the cold, my bottom of my back seizes up, so bricklaying is out of the window. So um, I think it's the need to entertain, to be honest with you. It, that old spiel I did with there then was fucking pointless but it's there because i'm trying to fucking make you laugh so i think it's entertainment wanting to do it and then it's hearing new bands or old bands that get you fired again that want to get you fired up again they'll make you want to be involved um because i was out i was out like 2015 when the blackout split up i was fucking lost i had no idea what i was going to do um i ended up working as um kind of like a manager in uh, Sleep When You're Dead Tattooists, uh, which is run by Matthew, owned by Matthew Pritchard oh, of right. Dirty Sanchez. Yeah. And um, yeah, I had no idea what I was going to do. And then my friend Ryan, um, Ryan Richards, who's the drummer in Funeral for a Friend, and he's also a manager at a company called Future History Management. He said, oh, you should come and see this band called Holding Absence playing Cardiff. Mm. So I went down thinking, ah, oh, this is going to be shit. Like, the Black are the best band ever. There's, you know, there's never going to be. The scene's dead. Nobody goes to because I don't go to gigs anymore. I was like, nobody must go to gigs anymore. Yeah, yeah. And I, I went down and I saw Holding Absence, and it reminded me of like 2004, 2005, when bands like Funeral for a Friend, Kids in Glass Houses, The Blackout, um, Honda McLean, uh, Shape by Fate, The Next Nine Years, The Guns. There's just so many brilliant Welsh bands and a community and people just wanted to go and see those bands and hang out. And I was seeing that again with Old in Absence and it literally made me like fall in love with it again. Mm. And then me and my girlfriend went and saw a band she likes in Swansea and they were a band who'd been going for like 20 years at this point, I think. And they were playing to like 45 people or whatever. But I was jealous as fuck. Like, I saw them playing, and I was like, I could go up in now. I don't know any of these songs. I could go up in now, take that microphone, and I can make it a more entertaining gig. And I realized I still had it in me to be on stage and wanting to entertain and perform for people. So, yeah, that's what kind of, like, got me back into it. And, yeah, it's been the same ever since. Like, I love doing the podcast. I love going around talking to these um, different people from different worlds. We've had, you know, obviously band people. We've had... WWE wrestlers, we've had comedians, we've had actors. Um, and yeah, it's just interesting to see and hear all these stories. And then there's a bit in most of our podcasts where I talk to bands about like when their heroes have like 
praise them or whatever, and you literally see the band, whoever it is, become a child again because they're talking about that. And um, yeah, I just love it. I just love meeting these people, and I love being in the scene, and I love I DJ a lot as well, mm-hmm. and that's a fucking good laugh. I love doing that, and yeah, well, I'm going out on tour now soon with Punk Rock Factory, mm. and I'll be DJing on their tour, playing other people's songs. So um, yeah, I love it. I just love entertaining and fucking being involved. So Punk Rock Factory, they're playing Teddy Rocks. Yes. So are you coming to that as a spectator? Um, I have no idea at the moment what I'm doing about Teddy Rocks. Um, they did, I think they said they were going to make an, um, or they asked, could they make an offer for the blackout? But like I said, we're um, exclusively uh, signed up to download. Um, but yeah I, yeah, I might try and come down. When is it? What's the date of it? First bank holiday in May, it usually is. So I want to say the first oh, cool. week in May. But, oh yeah, um, I'll see who else is playing really, because yeah, me and me and Morgan might come down and do some podcasts yeah, from there. Because feed the lineup looks pretty cool. Yeah, so, well, we, yeah, we had Grant. Yeah. Oh, I, I made a major full oh, part. Oh mate, don't even go on, because I know exactly what you're gonna say, and it was fucking gold. Go yeah, on. and I swear <laughs> on my mother's life, right? I didn't mean it, right? Yeah. So, like I said, right? I like talking to bands who've been there and done that, right? But then I also want to know the moment that they were like, fuck, I think we're like a proper band. And I said to Grant, Grant Nicholas of Feeder, was there a moment where you thought, boys, I think we're going to make it. And every, I wanted to be swallowed up by the ground, right? <laughs> he got up, he made a joke. He was like, oh, that's it. It's over. And I, nice. I swear... Morgan does puns at the beginning yeah, of does. every yeah. episode, right? And I still fucking hate it. People think it's a running joke. It's not a running joke. I hate it, and I yeah. forget about it every time he does it, right? Yeah. But, yeah, when this happened with Grant, I was like, fucking kill me. I can't believe... I think we're gonna make it, yeah. Oh, it, the only way I could have been more embarrassing is if I'd gone like, oh, yeah, what's your favourite song to play on the CD? Player, 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 player. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whack, like me, not Grant. I just got um, a brand new car, and I want to tell you yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah, looks like a Ford Fiesta. Yeah, fantastic. It's got, yeah, it's got awesome. tiger skin seats. Yeah. It's got a mini disc player, 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 player. I bought a mini disc player for my car when it came out, right? Yeah, four hundred pound I paid for it, and yeah, because it was like, oh my god, new technology. And now I found I found a pack of unopened mini discs just there the other day, and I was like, that came and went, didn't it? It literally had about six months shelf life mini discs. Yeah, yeah. I always think the logistics Sorry. of no, that's fine. I think of the logistics. So there's a lot of bands nowadays that obviously vinyl's fucking massive. I'm not dissing vinyl at all, but people get tapes of their EP, yeah. and I think that's a fantastic item. But. I don't even know where I'd find a tape player. I'd actually yeah, have well, to got... like take a day off work and go on yeah. like a fucking scavenger hunt to find a tape player. Yeah, you'd have to go to like a second hand shop now or like yeah. a cancer research shop to get a yeah, like yeah. one of them old stacks. Yeah, yeah. That people used to pay thousands of pounds for that you can buy for forty quid now. That's it. Yeah, mad, isn't it? Mad how quick te- technology changes. It really is. So you mentioned just now that you're a DJ. Have you got yep. any funny stories about that? Because I, I can't imagine being a DJ at a wedding where drunk people are just constantly coming up to you and saying, "Can you play this song?" And, Can play the killers. You know, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, funny stories, DJ. Um, oh, I don't know. I'm trying to think, have I ever been too drunk to DJ? No, I don't think that's ever happened. I'm not quite professional when it comes to that. Um. Uh, oh, uh, I played um, Boris Johnson's A Cunt um, to, um, at Milton Keynes Stadium um, before My Chemical Romance went on um, last year. So that was interesting. Boris Johnson, still a fucking cunt, Boris Johnson. And also... Oh, it's another good story. On the, on the, on those shows as well that I did with My Chemical Romance, I was playing Venga Boys. We like to party. Yeah. Because turns out, goths like to party. Hey. I played that, 
right? And a video came out of somebody filming behind the stage of Brian Molko and Steph, or whatever the other one's name is, in Placebo, dancing to Venga Boys, right? And I didn't even know Placebo could smile or have fun, yeah. let alone dance. So that's one of my greatest achievements. It wasn't getting to play the 30,000 goths. Yeah. It was making Brian Molko do a silly jig. For five minutes of his life. Yeah. Take that, Brian Molko. I win. Yeah. Well, not really. I probably danced to more fucking placebo songs than he has to songs Fantastic. I played. But Fantastic. Yeah, that was good. So we're now switching from the DJ stuff to Sapanen. I yes. love Sapanen. I oh, thank try you very much. my best to listen to every single one. I still need to listen to the Steve Vai one. Oh, bro. I will do that. It's a good one. I've, um... Do you know what? That's, that's Steve Vai one. Sorry to butt in, but that's, the, that's Steve Vai one. I genuinely was worried about it. I'm hardly ever nervous because I know Morgan's got all the journalist questions, journalist, journalistic questions, as he once pronounced, that I will never let him live down. <laughs> and... I, you know, I'll just waffle about, hey, you know, I've been in a band too. But we had Steve Vai on, and I thought, well, neither of us knows anything about guitars. So this is going to be fucking dreadful. Like, this is going to be tough. And he was one of the nicest guests we've ever had, right? To the point where, at one point, he was like, oh, yeah, let me show you this new video of me playing guitar, right? He showed us a 10-minute video of him playing guitar, and he went, oh, can you not use that? Because I hit one note wrong in it. And I was like, not that anybody fucking noticed, Steve. Oh, God. And then um, then he got his um, his guitar out called the Hydra, Hydra which has got guitar. four or five yeah, necks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He gave me a Morgan a 10-minute show. I was like, give what Steve I fans would have paid thousands and thousands of pounds, what I've just seen. <laughs> and then right at the end, we talk about him being the beekeeper, because he's a beekeeper. And he said he was going to send us honey. But yet, we still haven't received the honey, so... Steve Vise turned out to be Steve Lai. Oh, Steve, you, you, you are so close to being the perfect guest. Yeah. I've had his bassist on here, and I was just on another plane of existence to have Billy Sheehan on, because he's the guy that I watch on DVD. Do you know what yeah. I mean? He's not someone that's on the Zoom call with me. And he yeah. was so nice. He's got so many anecdotes and talking to me about if I ever go to Japan, this is what you should do and all that sort of thing. He's just such a nice guy. So, yeah. yeah. So, with Sapin, it... yes. how did you meet Morgan? Um, Morgan was um, originally a fan of the scene, the music, because he's a lot younger than me. He's 13 years younger than me, I think. Um, and he was getting involved with Radio Cardiff. Yeah. So when I decided I'm a, fr I'm, I'm a front man who can't draw, so I can't be a tattooist like other front men. I'm not very good at cutting hair, so I can't be a barber like other front men. What the fuck am I going to do? I know I can talk for days. I'll start a podcast. So I went to the only person I know who was working in radio at the time, thinking, oh, he's at Radio Cardiff. He'll have all the, idea, all, uh, all the gear and all the idea. And um, it turns out I was wrong on both things. He had no gear or idea. So basically, I invited a fella to come along and take half the money um, when he had exactly the same um, background as me with doing podcasts. But he's fucking excelled. I'll give him a... He's come on leaps and bounds from fucking day. If you listen to him now and you listen to episode one, he's a completely different person, probably because I've broken him with my misery. Um... <laughs> But he has come on leaps and bounds. His editing is fucking next level. Um, he's worked so hard, and I am very, very, very appreciative of him. And, um, yeah, it's rare, it's rare that I get a gush about him like this. But, yeah, he's done fucking super well, and I'm proud of him for how far he's come as a person as well. And I've watched him grow, and I love him. I did DM him on Instagram, and he read the message. I saw the fucking... Uh, you know what I'm like with the scene message, Sean? I'm fucking yeah. on it, right? He didn't have any questions for you, which, like, that's my fucking, yeah. that's my opportunity to outsource any effort that I have to do with ABP. So, yeah. Sean, I'm calling you out. Not Sean. Yeah. Morgan, I'm calling Morgan. you out. Morgan, yeah. I've, I've read your yeah. thing at the he, um, Yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah. He's um yeah he's become a diva lately as well. So that's it now. He's um he's bigger than his podcast. He thinks. Doesn't need it. No, he's um. 
yeah, he's fantastic. I got a lot of love for him. Yeah. He works very, very hard doing this and sorting this out and yeah. speaking to people and um, dealing with the odd nutter because we get an odd nutter now and again. See, yeah, yeah. Your, um, um, which can be terrifying. Your Patreon presence for Sapanin is fucking yeah. massive. You read out the um, patrons at the end of the Sapanin episodes. Yeah, they're they're only the top tier patrons oh, as well. Okay. We've got like we've probably got. Another hundred and fifty more after that. Um, nice one. But yeah, what, like th- that is literally this. That's the best thing that's ever happened because of the podcast. If not anything I've ever been involved with, because what we've done is we've accidentally created a community that is the most. And as we say this every week, and I know it gets fucking boring, right? But they are the most supportive, generous, loving bunch of people. And I don't just mean that to us. I mean to each other. Yeah. They all look after each other's fucking... If someone's got a business, they support it. If someone's got a band, they go and see them. They they meet up with each other at gigs all, from all across the world. That's we had so literally cool. had people from Australia last month meeting people from London who were meeting people from Scotland. It's fucking... It's absolutely bonkers to me. And they are the best, best, best... I know everybody says their community's the best, but I don't know how you could be better than one we've got. Yeah. And... Um, yeah, like me and Morgan have had been through some pretty tough personal things the last couple of months. Yeah, yeah. And they have been so, so supportive and understanding. And it, yeah, it's just been it's just been absolutely amazing. And I love that more than any yeah almost anything I've ever created. I guess. Yeah. That's really nice. So yeah, shout out to those guys because um, I've heard good about eggs. I've very heard very about, good eggs. Yeah. I've heard about the Discord and the fact that everyone's very communicative. I've never said that before. Um, yeah. Sapanin dream guest. You can have more than one because obviously that's a hell of a question. Yeah, there's loads. Um, uh, Fred Durst. Yeah, I've got that written down. Um, <laughs> yeah, who I have DM'd several times about it, and he's liked the message on Instagram, but hasn't got back to me. So I'm gonna wait till I see him in fucking public now. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna see if I can get on a couple of shows with a band called Black Gold, who's supporting yeah. Limp Bizkit. Yeah. They're um like a masked new metal band. Um, so, yeah, I might see if they can hook me up so I can go and talk to Fred. Um, the Rock, Big Dwayne, yeah. I think he'd be all right. He'd be interesting. Um, Daryl Plumbo from Glassjaw, I'd like him on, and Head Automatica, he'd be good. Um, who else would I like? This fucking Lords, Glassjaw, Limp Bizkit. Um, I can't believe it. I'm going fucking blank. Um, uh, Roman Reigns, that would be an yeah, interesting. I was one. thinking wrestling. The wrestler. I was thinking. Yeah, wrestlers. the wrestler. Yeah, yeah. I'm a big fan of wrestling. Um, and yeah, so uh, who else? Um, Eminem. I'd yeah. like to talk to Marshall. I think that could be interesting. Um, but any of them, Doctor Dre, um, Snoop D O W G. Um, Mike Patton from Faith No More. Oh yeah, we had his drummer on. Um, <laughs> we had his drummer. It, Dave Lombardo from Slayer came on our podcast, right? And he's also in a band called Dead Cross with Mike yeah. Patton. Yeah, yeah. And I told Dave Lombardo about the one time that I met Mike Patton, and Dave Lombardo goes, "Oh, he will definitely remember that because he doesn't drink or whatever, and he's got a hell of a memory." And he will definitely remember that. So that makes me terrified at the idea of talking to Mike Patton. And also, I'd like to have Dennis Linkson from a band called Refused on. Yeah. Um, because he did my friend Matt Stocks' podcast. And he talked, he was watching a TV show in America. And all of a sudden, he heard a song that sounded like a shit version of Refused. And um, it turns out that was The Blackout. So I want to talk to him and go, oh, do you remember the time you had a shit version of Refused and he really upset you on a TV show? And he's going to say yes. And I go, ha ha, gotcha, bitch. That was me. Fuck's sake. So, Just pull yeah, I'd like off. that because he's literally a hero of mine as well. So. Yeah, yeah. Have you yeah. Um, recently seen that footage of a drone trying to attack Mike Patton on stage? Yeah, I saw that. I don't believe he genuinely did want to hit it. Yeah, he's got because, his microphone, isn't he? Like, he's trying to... Yeah, sort of... I, I, yeah, but I think he was holding back a bit, because I know for a fact I would have definitely taken that straight out of the sky. Um, but yeah, that's what's happening now. Though, like, festivals are paying somebody to... 
be the drone fellow who comes in and gets all that fucking crazy footage. And then there's some people like myself and Patton who see those things as obstacles. Yeah, and yeah. they're like, right then. Target acquired. Yeah, yeah. What a weird fucking job that would be. Yeah. I'm... Imagine the fucking shit you see, though. Like, flight. Like, oh my God, I'm flying towards Mike Patton's face with my drone. Yeah. And the thing is, you've got it with the glasses on, so you feel like you, you were flying. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. Man, I'm like a fly, and I'm about to see Mike Patton up close. He's trying to kill me! He's trying to kill me! Just see, like, all the portaloos just domino and all fall over. <laughs> and the drone's just like, nothing to see here. Don't worry about it. Fantastic. <laughs> new question. So this is a brand new year. Brand new question. And it's not great, so I'm going to trial it. Can you remember, Sean, your first ever phone? E- yes. You remember what it games was. it had with it? Go on, say oh, what snake. it was, sorry. Snake. It had Snake. Yeah, yeah I had a Nokia 3210. Hell yeah. Um, if, no, do, do you know what? It might have been... Let me check. It might have been 8210. Uh, Nokia... Um, no, an 8210 came after it. I had an 8210 after it, but there was like a black one that was kind of like the Nokia 3210. Yeah. Nokia 3210 black? Search? Oh, they made the fucker. Um, yeah, just remember it. Um, yeah, and the, I, I remember my first ringtone as well. Yeah. It was um, Bomb Funk MC's Freestyler. Freestyler, fuck oh, yeah. a microphone. Oh, my God. Is that in... Straight Matt... to the top of my dome when I rock a rock a rock a rock a microphone. I think that's in Matt Hoffman's BMX game which is like tony hawks but yeah the bmx version. yeah yeah oh my god what shout thank you there you go. yeah keep going that one i remember like nokia's and sony ericsson's when you went on the internet it was like this whole new like we're gonna charge you five pound a second to oh go yeah mental online. yeah but yeah and you look at it now and you're just like yeah. what like Completely. i've got an iphone that's more powerful than the rocket that landed on the moon yes Great. It's got more computer programming in an iPhone than it does on the rocket that landed on the moon. How mad is that? That's, that's absolutely nuts. It's not even that long ago. But yeah, there we go. Nah. Awesome. Right, so minor inconveniences. I'm sure you've got a couple of these. Something that pisses you um, off. And I'm happy to give mine as a idea if that sparks any oh, inspiration for you. Yes, me. go on. Fire away. So, I would love to hear this. You have a whinge. Go. Currently, I'm living with my parents again because I had a bit yep. of a breakup last year and I've decided the only way that I can actually move forward as a human in the UK is to save as much money from my job as physically possible and then yep. buy a deposit for a house. That I... is literally the only thing you can do at the moment because yep. we are fucked government-wise. Yep. Carry on. My mum likes to see what I'm eating for dinner. She will oh. come out of her world. She'll consciously come into the kitchen and say you could probably put a bit of lettuce on that you could probably put a couple of cherry tomatoes on that so what i'm gonna do sean next week this is an exclusive is i'm gonna buy a fucking salad and if she says to me that needs a bit of sweet corn on it she's gonna get knocked the fuck out Nice. Um, yeah, I she don't doesn't listen to domestic abuse towards mothers, but yeah, yeah. yeah, that is a good one. Yeah. Um, ooh. Uh, yeah, I'll go with um, people who ride push bikes, bicycles on the road. Mm-hmm. Um, might be the most selfish cunts on earth after billionaires, um, because where, what the fuck do you think gives you the right to hold me up in my fucking car, right? So you can fucking drive at 13 mile an hour, pedaling like fuck. Um, because, uh, yeah, you're a shithead. Because what I've done is, because these people as well, that, that ride these bicycles on roads, they go, oh, well, you know, it's we're as equal as you. But you're not, though, you. Because what I've done is, I've taken one bike, right? Got another bike next to it. Put a frame in the middle of it, right? Stuck an engine on that, so I'm not in any fucker's way. Right, and then I've wrapped myself. I've wrapped myself and the rest of that then in metal, so I don't fucking die. Take a leaf out of my book and do that, and get off the fucking roads, you bastard. 
if you want to wear skin tight, if you want to wear skin tight clothes and have a sore ass, right? Fuck off down the sex club. Yeah. Yeah. Have a have a bicyclist. There we go. Um, yeah, I I got angry at that this week. Um, mm. Also, tractors shouldn't be allowed on the road in the daytime. Mm-hmm. Again, as you can see, I've done a lot of driving lately, yeah, yeah. so I've been held up by fucking slow nonsense. Uh, yeah, slances as they now know. Um, so yeah, t- people who drive tractors sh- uh, should only be allowed to do that at night. Bicyclists, thing is with bicyclists, <laughs> they spend thousands of pounds on e- extra light bikes, right? Yeah, and then claim they're doing it for their health. Surely, the harder the ride, the better for your health it would be, right? So just get a cheap heavy bike, and then you can all chip in those thousands of pounds you've all saved to buy your own fucking roads. Nice. Also, I I I, I'd be angry at this. I'm gonna go now. That's it. You fucking. It's just gonna be absolute bedlam now. There we go. There we go. I wish we had a. I wish we had a podcast of that name for this to carry on. If only, Sean. If only. People who say, um, I'll accept that, or or like, um, I'll take her when they have absolutely no input into the thing they're accepting. So, for example. Manchester United drew with Arsenal, and then when the Arsenal supporters goes, yeah, I'll take her, my instant answer is, oh, what? <laughs> yeah. What the fuck are you going to do? What are you going to do? Are you going to go back in time and get a game replay? Yeah, we'll no, you're not. I, what are you going to do? You can't do anything. I'll take her. Yeah, you will. We all will. None of us can do anything about it, you fucking prick. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, bro. It's the alternate reality syndrome of, yeah, you, you will take that. <laughs> I'll take that. It, well, yeah. Because it happens. What's the option? <laughs> That's yeah, it's, it's like me going, ah, oh, the blackness bit, I'm going, ah, oh, I won't take her. What? <laughs> You've got her, the other five have left? No, I'm not having it. Not having it. <laughs> Doesn't change it, you fucking yeah. idiot, does it? I'll take her. Grow up. Grow up. Fantastic. Meal deals. Tesco meal oh, deal. Oh, nice. Any meal deal you um, want. What's your go-to? Right. It's a tough one, it says. Um, I'm going to go with... I always go for the innocent smoothies because they're nearly the price of the fucking meal deal on their own, isn't yeah. it? And I imagine now with the old fucking cost of living crisis, they probably cost more. If they're not, I wouldn't be surprised if they take out the meal deal. Um, right, yeah. So an innocent smoothie, strawberry or the green one that looks like grass yeah. Um What's my go-to sandwich? Can I have an egg as a side? Yeah. Instead of the crisps. We'll have to have a chat about it, but yeah, Yeah. of course. I think a a boiled egg, an egg, an egg, please. Yeah, I'm wild like that. I don't know what the fuck was smelly breath. I'm going to get chewing gums on my way out. Um, And I like a coronation chicken sandwich from Tesco, see? There you go. So, uh, egg, (laughs) coronation chicken sandwich, and innocent smoothie it's probably the worst one you've done so far but i don't often get a meal deal so sorry i'll let you off it's all right someone's got to eat it otherwise it would go off on it so yeah i'm not a tory i just don't often have um meal deals there we go i've noticed um red bull is like two pound fifty for a can now mad yeah and like you say with the innocent fruit smoothies that is fucking that's nuts that's like 60 yeah. percent of the meal deal so yeah well, Bonk, isn't it? Yeah, um, yeah. I, I would have gone for a monster. Yeah. Um, but they've stopped. They've stopped sending me it now, so I'm stopping um, talking about them. Rubicon all the way then. Yeah. Oh, I do so like a Rubicon as well, mate. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I like a normal apple juice. I'm not. I'm not. You know, I'm not opposed to a simple old apple juice, or as I'm drinking out, a bottle of Wasser, which is German for water. There we go. Well, if you come to Teddy Rocks, I'll buy you an apple juice. Yes, let's get on it. Stand firm at one apple juice. Nice. Yeah. Last question I've got for you, Sean. Oof. Then nice. the, the floor is yours to promote anything you want. But first, <coughs> oh, I'm talking to death. Yeah. Sorry, it's a lot. How do you want to be remembered? Um. Basically, there's two answers. To this. Um, I want to be remembered for. Um, trying, always trying to make something or stuff better. So when, before the blackout even started, I was going to a rock club in Merthyr Tidville where me and my friend 
decided that the local promoters weren't putting on the bands we give a shit about. So me and him went out of our way, used our own money to get like Hell is for Heroes played our home. Biffy Clyro played our hometown to like 12 people. But we made that happen. So I'm hoping that, and then ultimately, because the blackout existed, a festival called Merthyr Rock was made. And Taking Back Sunday, Rise Against, um, who else played there? The Blackout, uh, Skindred played over the years, Film for a Friend, Ocean Colour Scene. Like, all of these bands got to play Merthyr Tidville because the Blackout existed. So I'd like to be potentially remembered as doing something good for my hometown. And the thing is, in my hometown, um, violence is never the answer unless the question is, how the fuck do you get a statue of you in Merthyr Town Centre? Nice. Because we have statues in Merthyr Town Centre, and there are three different boxes. So unless you're violent in my hometown, you don't get remembered by a statue, despite, I don't know, becoming the town's biggest ever musical export. Mm. Um, and yeah, creating a scene and putting Merthyr on the map, I suppose. Well, I, we, we helped. We helped put Merthyr on the map, I guess. Well, to the point where fucking Dutch girls came to Merthyr to see us. Yeah. So I guess it's kind of come full circle, but yeah. Yeah, um, yeah just as someone who was fun, funny, um, and I like to think nice to people because, yeah, I haven't heard that many horror stories about myself. I'd love to because, mm. yeah, I want to, yeah, yeah, that would be interesting. But yeah, I, um, yeah, just fun, funny, um, tried try to make the world better somehow um yeah that's it i think try and what about you how do you how, how do you want to be remembered ben oh you spin it around um i've got a son who's nine and somehow right, right listen to this sean right he has hit over 300 listens on our audio episode that is double Billy Sheehan from Steve Vai. Nice. Who the fuck is my son telling to listen to Absolute Bedlam podcast? He's yeah, fucking nine. Yeah. So, well, I don't know, perhaps, because that's the thing, see, you'd be surprised what episodes work and what episodes yeah. don't work, I guess. I'm learning that because, now. Yeah. yeah. Because, like, now you've said it, I'd be interested to hear that episode of you and your son having a chat yeah, yeah, because yeah. I because like I've been watching I like in my Instagram for you bits. Um, there's a guy called what the fuck is his name Zeke Zeal. It's an Australian dude. He got wavy hair. Always got a baseball hat on. He's like a fucking surfer dude. Yeah. And he's got his little daughter. Him and his little daughter do a podcast together. Yeah. And that is so interesting because I just love to see the shit that these. I'm yeah. I, like I'm. I'm mad for kids, not in that way. Wrong Welsh front man. Um, uh, but yeah, like so, my girlfriend's nephew had son. He's a, he's seven now. I've known him since the day he was born. Yeah. Me and him have started going to wrestling events together. He's genuinely my tiny best friend, and I just love to see how their minds work. So yeah, you'd be surprised what what podcasts yeah. hit and what don't like if because yeah yeah interesting though. So I just want to be similar to you where I started an events company in Weymouth because Weymouth was fundamentally just being completely ignored. Um, yep. We put Sepultura on, we put Skindred on, we put Funeral nice. for a Friend on, Rise to Remain, Lower Than Atlantis, Your Demise. Um, nice. And that was what I wanted to do, What was events management, but... Yeah. Holy fuck! If you're not being paid to do that, it is oh, like yes. herding sheep, and that's not because you're Welsh, Sean. It yeah. is a okay. fucking nightmare trying to get barrier to get refreshments yeah. for Rise to Remain to say actually we wanted Smirnoff vodka, not Absolute vodka. Oh, oh wow! Like, what? Oh, the fuck! I choose Absolute yeah, every time anyway, but but. It was so fucking fun to do when everything was yeah. set up. In Me Played as well. Obviously, you know Dave McPherson, my favourite band ever. Yeah. You're think Class. I think you liked my Instagram post about that, actually. 
Um, yeah, I did, yeah. And then I slid in like a dirty snake and said, please help me out, Sean. I need some views. Nice. There we go. Nice. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'm sorry. This isn't going to help. But, um, yeah. Um, you know, but it's been fun to do. And, yeah, I, I got a lot of love for Dave. He's literally a fucking legend. He's an underappreciated legend in yeah. our scene, I think. Yeah, yeah. And um, I'm all about trying to give people their flowers now while they're alive. Because yeah. I've lost. I lost two friends to suicide last year. And if they had known... If they had seen one millionth of the outpouring of love they had after they did what they did, they wouldn't have done it. Yeah. So I'm all about trying to give people their flowers now while while they're here. And yeah. yeah. So lately, well, I say lately, like the last couple of months at the end of every podcast, I thanked people for their music yeah. and for the inspiration. Because even if even if the blackout doesn't sound like some of the bands, it it hasn't stopped me from being influenced by a band in some way, whether it's fucking, mm. you know, from anything from a guitar lick to fucking the way they move on stage or yeah. fucking the way they hold a microphone or the way they dress or an item of, like anything. It's been an inspiration. And I yeah. think a lot of bands don't, aren't given, aren't given their flowers while they're here. Yeah. So that's what I'm trying to do now. I think that applies to everything. Like if recently guys, people that are listening, if someone has helped you out with something recently, Pull your phone out of your pocket and say thank you for helping me. Yeah. Thank you yeah. for giving my car a jump start. Thank you for lending me 20p. Yeah. Um, thank you for the time of day. Thank you for talking to me. Like whatever, like whatever you feel. Yeah. Like it's yeah, it's just I've been lucky enough that I've got a tour and I've met pretty much all my heroes now. And they have all been fucking absolutely lovely. And I appreciate every single one of them for ever even considering talking to me. Because my thing is, I just think I've got a big foreign head that anybody will forget as soon as they turn their back. And to, yeah, to still be friends with some of my heroes now to this day, and they give me a chance, is fucking absolutely brilliant. And they don't... The thing is, a lot of these people don't even realise that all, all it takes is just for you to be nice to them once. Yeah. And they they can have a life opinion supporting you and being fucking championing you and um, yeah and yeah meeting some of these people makes you want to be a better person because like um, I met uh, Pharrell once Pharrell Williams yeah. and he was so nice to me that it made me go why the fuck am I a dick sometimes like why I should just be fucking he was lovely to me and he didn't know me from fucking Adam and now. Next minute, I'm talking, you know, I'm hanging out with one of the fucking coolest men on earth. So, yeah. and then, yeah, same up with Duff McKagan from Guns N' Roses. Yeah, yeah. Like, he just, he started talking to me about Murtha, where I'm from. And I was like, this is fucking mad. Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah, just, just yeah. be nice to people in there yeah. and just thank them and, yeah, send people love yeah, yeah. because you never know, you never know what people are going through yeah. uh, behind yeah. closed doors. What a perfect way to end. So, thank you all yeah. so much for listening, guys. If you are watching this on YouTube, please give me a subscribe. If you fancy it, there we go. Hey. Nice. Um, hey. If you don't fancy it, then fair enough. Yeah, just a like will do. Eh? Just give yeah. us a like if you if you're not subscribing. Comment saying, "Sean, you're a fucking legend." All right. No bet. Yeah, give, give Sean his flowers. Give Sean his flowers in the comments. That's it. For fuck's sake. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. If uh, people want to check out Sapping Podcast with Sean Smith, that's me. Um, Check that out. That's where we have a podcast available. We don't do it in video format. Um, give us a follow on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at SappeningPod. Um, and follow me on Twitter at SeanSmithSucks. Instagram, fake Sean Smith. Both terrible names and both reasons why I can't get verified. Also, the blackout, the blackout's back together, the blackout music on social media or the blackout on Twitter. And my band Raiders at Raiders Band UK on everything. Jesus yeah. fucking Christ, we've got too much going on. And breathe. And you're a DJ. Yes, oh, and I DJ. Yes, there I'm going go. out with Punk Rock Factory, punkrockfactory.com. Nice one. Cheers, guys. Speak to you soon. Lovely. Take hey, care. don't die. Keep your tongue out. Don't be sick. Absolute bedlam. Hello. Today I'm promoting a product called Set Surf 100% mineral sun cream, safe for sensitive skin and children. So we've got some products here. So we've got SPF 20 Lip Balm, 
Mineral Sunscreen SPF 50 and Water Resistant Sun Cream. And my favourite, Rash Cream. So when I was out jogging quite a lot, this saved my bacon when I was uh, running at stupid speeds, believe it or not, and uh, going stupid lengths. And uh, Rash Cream definitely helped me out. So yeah, Reef Safe, Coral Safe, www.setsurf.com, shop the range. Use the code BEDLAM20 for 20% off at checkout. Let them know that I've sent you. And uh, yeah, enjoy. Absolute BEDLAM.